0: This is Behold, a VBC podcast. Our goal is to examine biblical truth that will
1: better equip you to behold the glory of the Lord more fully in your daily life.
0: Without further ado, here is the Behold Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Behold Podcast. Uh welcome if you are uh, been listening with us for a long time or if this is your first time. We're so glad that you're here with us. My name is Dan and uh usually you're used to hearing Sean's voice starting this whole thing off, but he's been dealing with a little bout of the stomach bug, which I will spare the details <laughs> of, but I'm sure you've uh, if you've ever experienced that, you 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 can pity him and pray for him. Um, but he is starting to feel a little bit better, but then today got a migraine. And so it's, it's just like one thing after the other for our poor buddy, Sean, but, um, be praying for him. It's Patty's birthday today. And so, um, just be praying that they have a great time, but I am joined today by the wonderful, illustrious, the brilliant, beautiful mind of Nathan Baird. So many
1: adjectives. Yes. Thank you. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, welcome. It's great, great it's just the two of us you know we're we're flying without our uh, our captain and uh, i think i think it's just going to be a wild time it might be a little bit of a shorter shorter podcast today um we just kind of wanted to <clears throat> to bring up one topic and just have have you guys be chewing on it and and just maybe have you think about some some action steps and so we're going to be talking about glory about the glory of God and if you've been tracking with us through our resurrection life series um we 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 just kind of landed on this this concept here of the the glory of God as seen in the old covenant and in the new covenant and um as as believers walking in this new covenant life what what are we to understand about the glory of God as seen all throughout the history of of God dealing with his people? Um, how are we to, to glorify God and what does that mean? I think uh, Charlie did a great job on Sunday of just explaining what is glory and how do we glorify God. And so we just wanted to have a, a conversation about that briefly and and give you guys some thoughts to to launch into next week. So Nate, um why don't we just kind of start off by you know I, I love how how you often say sometimes we 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 hear these words in the Bible, we read them or or we hear them kind of bounced around in our Christian circles and we don't always understand what they mean. So why don't you just kind of break it down what what is the glory of God and yeah. what does it mean to glorify him?
1: Yeah, I mean it, <laughs> just the idea that uh that it's a word that is very churchy. Hmm. Um, It's one that we don't hear a lot in the surrounding world. Um, and so we kind of like, uh, we were talking earlier, and I like the phrase you said, which was uh, we try to pick up the meaning by context. We kind of like, so <laughs> yeah. like you're, you're in a, you're, when you're a, coming to a party and someone mentions a word and you're like nodding, smiling, nod, Just your head smile like, and nod yeah. trying to figure out where you are. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah. um, but, but, so there's kind of t- two ways that, that God's glory is typically described. And one of them is through bright light. So, for example, in the New Testament, in Hebrews, it says that Jesus is the radiance of god 's glory, so it uses this mm. outshining bright language you know in in the passage from exodus thirty four that Charlie uh, uh, quoted last Sunday, uh, Moses, after spending time face to face with God, comes out in his own faces shining like a glow stick, but really bright yeah and so so there 's something about the brightness, and so what we maybe should think about is why why is that a picture of god in other words is it photons that are that are glorious mm-hmm. um, or is are the is the bright shininess pointing to something different and if you think about the sun the brightest thing in the sky Right, not not in the in the universe, but in, in our sky, it's the, it's it's massively huge, the source of all life. Um, when it's a sunny day, the sh- shadows flee. Mm. You can't look at it without turning away. So you intuitively know that you are somehow um, less powerful and energetic yeah. than that. You uh, you're warmed by it. You if if you stumble around in the dark without it. So there's all these pictures that light it would communicate to anybody in any point in history. And so I think that's one reason why light is so connected with, with God's glory. If there was no sun, if there's no photons, would God still be glorious? Yes. Hmm. Right. Before yeah. he created light. He was see, who but, he was. But notice yeah. he, it was the first thing he says, let there be light. That's cool. The the first thing is is this outshining
0: life-giving power um, of God. So, Well, and you think even to <clears throat> uh, how, how the moon works. At night, we see this bright shining object. Well, it's reflecting the light of the sun. And so that's a picture that God gives us in creation of, of what our design is. He, he created us as his image bearers and he adopted us into his family as sons and daughters so that we could show the world what he's like. We're basically, we're taking in the glory, taking in the light of God and then reflecting it back to him but also to uh, the world so they can see what God's like. Yeah.
1: And I guess if you, if if you think about it we were designed for that purpose from yeah. from day 1 and what sin does is it breaks or corrupts or, or puts grease on the mirror mm. and distorts th- distorts that the reflection which yeah. has which has all kinds of horrible results. So that's one way of thinking about glory is this brightness and so just maybe this week just think through what it's not that god needs photons to be glorious mm. it's it's that there's a, the quality of light in the sun stars moon this brightness that's that people back at you know the time of moses and and, and even today but would recognize that they're up up there mm-hmm. in the sky yeah. separate from us so there's something about it that's that's a bigger grander um, beyond other but also sustaining empowering life giving so that's one thing about glory it's a, there's a kind like of visual shorthand is shininess. Mm. But then there's another way that God's glory is talked about. And actually in that same passage in, in Exodus 34, there's a scene where Moses asks God, show me your glory. Mm. And God says, I, I, I will, but if I did that, uh, you would die. So I am going to put you in this crack and kind of put my hand covering you. And then as I, as I pass by, I will declare my glory to you. And so now God's glory is not just the shininess because Moses did see this kind of wake of God's glory. Yeah. But then it says Yahweh declared his glory. And he says, Yahweh, Yahweh, the faithful, you know, the, the compassionate, the merciful. So God's glory is his character. Um, it, it's, it's the qualities of, of who he is um, in himself. And so uh, when, when Jesus then says, hey, you are the light of the world a city on the hill cannot be hidden. He's pulling in both of these in because yeah. then he says, let men see your good deeds and give glory to your father in heaven. So we have the shiny, uh, this is supposed to be visible. It, it gives light. People are supposed to come to it. It's, it pushes back the darkness It you know, scary creatures that live in the darkness can't come near. That's good. Right. So, so you're supposed to live in a way that's obvious and, and bright and, and just like your father. But then he says specifically, how does that work? Well, the way I live, the choices of what I say and do are coming from an inside heart that's compassionate, that's that's um, patient, that's loving, that's forgiving, that's gentle, that's kind, that's merciful, just like our Father. And when we do that, and they know that we are are the children of God, hmm. who who gets the credit? Dad, yeah, dad, yeah. dad. Oh, you're, you're Oh, that's your dad. Oh, I know. Uh, you know, I I grew up. My dad's name's Ray, and you know, everywhere. My dad tells jokes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but also, my dad was really involved in our church, and um, you know, so when people would hear that I was Ray's son, um, they, oh, that's your dad, you know. That there's all these positive feelings, and he would almost like, oh, that makes sense. The way you are, the way you are, right? And so that's that's the picture that in our lives we glorify God. We we uh, when we make his his essential nature known in such a way that's visible and clear to see like the sun.
0: Yeah. I think it's so great because we, I think all of us who, who love God and follow Christ and are filled with the spirit, like we're like, yeah, I want to glorify God. I, I, that, that's what my life is supposed to be about. But sometimes we're like, but how do I do that? Like, do is it, you know, is it just when I come to church and sing songs, is it, you know, it, is it just in my devotional hour or whatever? Like, how do I, and I just, man, that, that idea of, of, showing the world what God is like. We were talking offline earlier about the weight of, of glory. Mm, Right. And just this idea of like, you know, there's, there's a, there's a heaviness to, uh, whatever makes you, you, right. So like you're, you're famous for, you love to read, you know, like that's, and, and you're a thinker, you know, like that's what Nate is known for, you know, or, um, I'm known as a musician, you know, it's like, it's like what people, oh, that's the guy. That's, that's the music guy. What do they
1: think? What do they think of when they think of you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, she's got the best hair or <laughs> man, sure, her, her. you know, her, um, her, uh, she's her crafty Her creativeness is so, I think of, I think of those
0: paintings that she always yeah, does. Whatever, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so just to think of, man, there's so many different ideas out there in the world about what God is like. Right. Yeah. Um, and most of them are incomplete or inaccurate. They're based on ideas or feelings rather than on the self-revelation of God through His Word, and so what we get to do as His children is we get to show people. Let, let me let me help you understand by the way I live and how I speak and my pattern of thinking and the attitudes that I have and the way that I serve and the way that I love. Let me show you what God is really like. You know, yeah, yeah.
1: There's the weight to it, right? And there's kind of we could ask the question: What's reverse glory? Mm. And you know, there's actually a, one of the commandments is about negative glory. It's, it's the second command. Don't miscarry God's name. Hmm. And his name is the same thing. It's, it's what he's known for. Yeah. It, but the way you miscarry God's name is not by saying some, some words. Yeah, yeah. It's by saying, I am a follower. This is what Yahweh is about. He likes to oppress people. Mm. Uh, this is, I'm going to show you, I'm, I'm a follower of Yahweh and I'm going to steal from you. <laughs> I'm yeah. a follower of Yahweh, and I'm going to I'm be self-righteous, I'm be like self-righteous Pharisee, yeah. Uh, yeah. or I'm, gonna, you know, I'm, going, I'm not going to be faithful to my spouse, right? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, the, all the nations that surrounded Israel uh, had their own gods that they were following, and those gods had a character as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, they were known for the, like the God of war, or the God of, of this or that. This God, the God of everything, Yahweh, is most ca- interested in people acting like he does, not not um, that they come to worship him. In fact, it's interesting throughout the, the Old Testament, there's these times where people will bring sacrifices to God. And he says, I don't want
0: it. Uh-uh. No, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I want? I want justice. I want justice, yeah. I want mercy.
1: Hey, you know what, I, why don't you walk humbly with me? Yeah. That's what I want. I want yeah. relationship and I want you to live in a way that shows you know me and that we're, that we're connected. Not, not, don't give me the, the outside ritual that you would give to any other god. You know, no. What what I what I want is justice, or like you know, I want obedience. Why 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 would God want obedience? Hmm. Because you recognize that His way is good. You recognize His character as trustworthy, loyal, faithful, and so then you respond in obedience, not out of cringing fear, but because you know what He's like. Yeah. You know, look like at David's life uh, before before his uh, sin with Bathsheba. It was characterized by continual obedience because of trust in who he knew God was, that God keeps his promises, that God's faithful, that God's able to protect you and he, he will, you know, come alongside you. So, um, you know, obedience is another word that gets a bad, maybe just uh, picture, but it's, I think it's tied to God's glory because you will, you will follow someone that you trust. You know, there's stories of, you know, the, the general that everybody will like Everyone loves that general because you know he would give himself for you. You follow him into, the, into danger, no yeah. problem because of that, right? That's the idea that, that we, we, uh, once you come to know God and uh, in, in who he is, you, are, you want people to know him and you want to respond to him. And so what we need is some way to clearly see the glory of God and how,
0: yeah. Dan, how, do, we, how, yeah, how do we do no, that? That's great. Well, and, and Charlie gave us a couple examples on Sunday. And, and and these are things i think hopefully that'll be inspiring for us. So one we see god's glory in creation. Mm-hmm. We we can understand what he his invisible qualities yeah. by what has been made. That's that's Romans chapter 1. So basically we can look at we were just up at Hume Lake with the young adults and just the scenery is just unbelievable. I mean these these massive snow-capped mountains, a beautiful serene lake. I mean just rolling hills and beautiful green trees. And I mean, just the, the the sky, the stars, everything, it's just, it's all pointing to God's glory. You know, the Bible says that the whole earth is filled with the mm-hmm. glory of God. And so that's a really powerful way that we can see the glory of God. Another way that Charlie talked about is, through his image bearers, right? So every human being, whether they know God or not, is made in the image of God. They're made to, to reflect something about God's character. And then for those of us that have been adopted into God's family um, by grace through faith in Christ, we 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 can show by the way we love each other, by the way we care for each other, um, by the truth we speak to each other, um, we can show the world what, what God is like. And and so we can see his glory in relationships, um, and then in our passage that we looked at in Second Corinthians, uh, Paul kind of is is saying the the best representation and you alluded to this earlier, but the best representation of God's glory is the person of Christ. Amen. So when Jesus, you know, became when when through the incarnation when he became flesh and he walked around and and spoke with authority and healed people raised the dead um lived in perfect obedience to the father kept every single command uh he he showed us through his teachings through his promises through his power his presence he showed us what god is like and i just think that um that that's such a beautiful uh picture for us you know and and i was i kind of wanted to talk about um something you know, I wanted to talk about something that's very uh, attached to glory. I think throughout Scripture is is the presence of God, mm, mm. and I wanted to to maybe just have a conversation about that because as Charlie was teaching on Sunday, I was like, oh man, I wish I, I wonder what he thought. I wish he was here with us. You know, we but we can kind of we can kind of go back and forth, and maybe he can rebuttal uh, next time he's on. But but man, you just think about you know the Garden of Eden. What was so great about the Garden of Eden? It was the, it was the presence of God, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you, you think about the, the way that that was fractured and just the chaos that the world was thrown into. And then when, 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 when God, you know, rescues his people out of Egypt and you see all these amazing manifestations of his presence, you know, you see a glory cloud, you see a pillar of fire. um, You know, you you see uh, the institution of, Hey, okay, I'm on this mountaintop and you're too afraid to come up to the mountaintop, I'll come down to you and, and I'm going to give you instructions. You're going to build this tabernacle and then you're going to build this temple. And, and, and what's the idea of that is, okay, orient your whole entire society. your as a nation around the manifestation of my presence. And you're going to come together and offer, uh, you know, offerings of atonement and worship and, and, you're going to come see my glory and you're going to know there's this place. You can't get, go in there, but there's a place where the the fullness of my manifest glory rests. Yeah. And, you know, and then you see Jesus, the incarnation, he's drawing even closer. He's like, okay, I'm going to come and walk among you. I'm moving into the neighborhood, you know? Um, and then Jesus says, I'm leaving, you know, but I'm going to, I'm going to put my spirit in you. So it's like, and I also, I was also thinking, you know, this, this reality you see, um, you know, David, David talks about, uh, King, King David says that, um, God inhabits the praises of his people. You know, Jesus said, whenever two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there. So is he not there when we're not gathered? Is he not there when we're not singing praises? No, we, it's been established. God's glory is everywhere. He's, he's omnipresent. You can't go, you can't go anywhere from his presence. He's there everywhere in a single moment all the time. But, he's saying something unique happens when my people get together and they pray and they praise and they teach the word and they, 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 in the New Testament, they take the sacraments, you know, there's something unique that happens. I'm going to show up and manifest my presence in a unique way. And I think that's a really important way that we see God's glory as well.
1: And that, as you were talking about that, it's a new idea kind of popped in my head uh, where two or more are gathered. I, I, I have a, a bent I kind of bend away from mysticism, yeah. And um, so I'm always interested in figuring out, like, what what exactly does that mean? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. it kind of seems
0: mystical, right? Yeah. Oh, am, his presence there. is going to be—he's
1: with you in spirit, right? Like that yeah. friend's, like, which means he's not actually there. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But but I but like, what does it mean that if I know that the Spirit of God is in me through faith in Christ? That's that's uh, Ephesians one. Uh, 13 and 14 says that and you when you when you believed were sealed with the holy spirit so there's this promise that every believer everyone who puts their trust in, in jesus as the expression of god's glory mm. meaning his his loving faithfulness and merciful sacrifice uh for his enemy <laughs> to, to make them family amazing amazing uh, that's amazing <laughs> um then then the holy spirit takes a personal residence so so here not you know when i'm with other believers that spirit is how is that manifested? Yeah, well, it's manifested it's by how I, treat, well, it's how I treat you. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. How, how do I treat you? Yeah. You, you? You can sense the spirit of God because I'm loving you and caring mm. for you, praying for you, talking to you, letting the word of Christ dwell among us richly. Mm. There's a there's a I'm physically enacting the characteristics of Jesus that's cool through the spirit that I'm submitting my life to. So you got glory and you got glory. glory. Yeah. You got the
0: light, you got the weight you got, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know if this is the right way to think about it, but it just makes sense logically to me. If the spirit of God is in you and the spirit of God is in me and there's 150, 200, 400 people in a room, 10,000 people in a room, all filled with the spirit, all united towards wanting to see his glory on display all united towards wanting to become more like him to glorify him it makes sense to me logically that there would be something exponential about Mm. that right it's like it's it, it there's a there's a if we're getting we're talking about weight right if if we're all carrying this weight of glory when we all get together it makes sense that the weight is going to be more well
1: and and <laughs> he he actually says gathered in my name right so that's a specific <clears throat> language that means just like when we say in Jesus name amen you know ask anything yeah. in my name that's not what it's talking about Right, right. It, it's it's not bad to say in Jesus name because we're asking for something I- according to him but when we say in Jesus name i mean father I recognize the the the, the uh, beauty of your son, mm-hmm. the one who gave himself for me, who sacrificed his life. Because of what he's done, not yeah. on my, not on my righteousness, but on the basis of Jesus, I'm asking these things because I know Jesus would ask for them too. Yeah, you know, Hey, bring healing for this person. Hey, would bring, uh, uh you know, uh, restoration, rest- is restoration is marriage, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, make, uh, help, help me seek more clearly how I can serve the people around me. Those are, yeah. I'm asking things that Jesus would, would himself ask. That's good. And yeah. so I'm asking in his name. In rhythm with his heart. rhythm with his heart. And so as yeah. so I grab, if I grab a group, a small group or a large group, group mm-hmm. then um, i there i'm i'm first of all operating that way we also know that this the spirit gives individual gifts and so since we don't all have the same gifts right. those are on display more the the more people come together yes. you know yes. um, and and so there's this active um this but but i think it's uh it's it's not mystical it's uh it's relational it's relational, it's relational. yeah and yeah. so and you th- yeah. then you think of all the all the all the charges in the new testament like hey don't 't lie to each other you
0: know hey <laughs> don't hey, let a root of bitterness Don't let grow. a root of bitterness uh, yeah. grow
1: they're all they're all geared toward keeping away the things that would prevent god's glory from being clearly seen there's a country you may have heard of it called it ukraine right now there's mm. a there's a, a spirit of of violence and warfare that is that is pure, per, permeating that yeah. whole area in yeah. russia right and look what that produces now imagine where a, a, a whole nation of people who are are fueled by this reality that in Christ God has has brought me who is far near to His family mm. and has given me the riches of eternity. Now, uh, that person that wronged you, what are you going to do in, in view of that? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to forgive them, yeah. right? Oh, there's a person who doesn't have enough. What are you going to do with what you have? I'm going to share that with them, yeah. right? That suddenly it's not a um, it's not a uh, what's the word? Um, uh, where a country has a, th- a theocracy where mm. we're using religion, a religious a structure to govern by our religious laws. It's a, it's a. but we've put Jesus as the true King of our hearts. That's why Jesus said, in Luke, you know, the kingdom of heaven was, is within you. Mm. Uh, th- my kingdom is, is, is seated by what you, what comes out of you. That's so good. He's, I'm legislating through your actions and words.
0: Well, and I, and I think that is such a beautiful picture of what Charlie outlined for us. You know, just, this passage we're going through is is basically juxtaposing the old covenant versus the, the new covenant. And there was a glory to the old covenant in that through the law, God's character was revealed his holiness and our inability to measure up to that was revealed. And God said, I'm going to provide a system of atonement and worship so that you can, you can, you can be with me <laughs> so that you can be near to my presence so that you can experience my glory so that you can walk in righteousness by, by faith you're you're never going to do it perfectly it's um it, it's almost in a way and we can debate this but it's almost in a way designed to to <laughs> it's designed with our our brokenness and our our inability to to measure up in mind you know does that make sense yeah and I think it's easy then to compare that to the, this new covenant that is, is Jesus showing us God's glory, inviting us into that by his spirit. Um, you know, Paul says this is a this is a ministry of not death, but a ministry of the Spirit, right? And so we can compare that and say, well, well, this obviously is so much better, right? Um, th- there's a glory that is is undiminishing. There's a glory that brings life. It actually not only, and we're going to see as we go on in the chapter, but not only is it not diminishing. Like Moses' face glowed, but then it, it it stopped glowing after time, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, this glory, the ministry of the of, of Jesus through His Spirit, is actually increasing forever, from yeah, one degree of yeah, glory to another. the next, yeah, all the way up right. until that, that moment that we stand before Jesus, right? So, so again, it's it's easy. I think the comparison is easy to see that that this new covenant is so much better than the old glory, the old covenant. Not that. Not that there wasn't a, a glory or there wasn't a, a, a something that revealed the weight and the light of, of God, but this this new covenant is so much better that that it makes the other one obsolete. And I think when we sit in that reality, it's easy to then maybe go down a, a, a bad path and say, "Oh well, God God's different," you know, like he. He changed his mind hmm. in the from the Old Testament to the new testament it 's a different kind of God you know yep. um, different kind of way that he wants us to connect and relate to him and I just want to encourage you uh to think about what 's always been true with god 's people and and him, and it 's this simple reality: righteousness comes by faith yep. right yep. and so basically if you're in, whether you 're in the old system of experiencing that or the new system, the old covenant or the new covenant, the, the paradigm is the same. The way that you have relationship with God, right standing with God is by trusting him and loving him and, and, and walking according to his ways. It kind of, it's it, always been uh,
1: that way. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it kind of, you kind of circles back down to the idea of presence again. Mm. Um, I was in my, um, our, my, my uh, small group this week mm. for resurrection life. Shout out to my, hey, my, my Wednesday peeps. Um, and uh, we, one, one idea that popped in my head was that the law functions kind of like the tree of the knowledge of good and evil did hmm. in that both of them give you the, the awareness of righteousness and, and its opposite. But they don't in themselves give you any power to overcome that. Wow, that's good. Before that, how did Adam and Eve live? They lived in fellowship with the presence of God. Yeah. Right? Walking with him. There was no sin because— There is no law. There was, there was no—
0: <laughs> that, That's what—oh, that's what, I love—that's what Galatians 5 says, right? He, he, God says, hey, there's all this, this, this evil desires according to your flesh, and there's laws against that. Yeah. But then he says, this is the fruit of the Spirit you yeah, know, it's, it's, yeah, all these wonderful things. It grow, grows out. Yeah. And so she's like, against such things, there is no, no law. law yeah. There's there's no limit on love. Yeah. There's no boundary on joy. Yeah. Right. You don't have to, you don't have to set up parameters for gentleness or peace. Like it's just, they just flow. Yep.
1: And it comes from the spirit, right. the presence of the personal relational presence of God in right. my life. Right. Um, you know, uh, we, we the, the Jesus talks about um, how he and the Father will come, you know, whoever, whoever trusts and walks with them, he and the Father will come and live with them. Yeah. And they, they live in you th- through the, the agency of the Spirit. That's yeah. the, part of the Spirit's role is making that Father-Son relationship presence known to you. So like in Romans yeah. 8, what does the Spirit do? He call, shouts at your heart, you've got hmm. a dad, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. That's so good. And then yeah. he also shouts back to God. He says, with, with groans that words can express, always asking for things that he advocate, knows the Father yeah. wants. He always knows what the Father wants. And so, we have an advocate. The Son's an advocate, and the Spirit's an advocate. Yeah. And then also, they're, 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 uh, he is mediating this, this life of God, mm-hmm. Father and Son, Son and Father, in, in, internally with us, which, which is what we know is the, the new law. Yeah. Oh, this, this law that's written is a relational law of love between the father and son, primarily yeah. that it gets worked out in the world through creation, yeah. through relationships. And so that's back to better than the pre garden. Cause it's not situation. about a list. It's not yeah.
0: about a list, it's not type. about a list. And, yeah. and, and Charlie did a great job of, of, of breaking that down for us. And, and I think if you're, if you're listening and, and maybe this is kind of where we can land the plane. If you're listening and you're feeling that, like, that's me, you know, I'm just like this Christian do gooder you know, and, and I get my sense of, of identity and and righteousness and self-worth from by how well I perform, Mm. you know, how useful I am to God and his kingdom, um, how well I walk in his obedience, you know, Um, it's our encouragement to you is there's, there's doing and being there's doing and being in, in following Christ. And I think if we, if our starting point is the doing we're going to become like pharisees. And mm. and that's Charlie warned us about that. And actually some of Jesus's most scathing remarks in the gospels are against people who honor him with their lips or externally um you know hold to some kind of sense of righteousness but but internally are 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 far from him. Their right. heart is far from him. They're they're dead and crusty on the inside. Mm. Jesus has some real. He's got some woes, you know, for, for, for the for those people. And so, if you're feeling like, yeah, that's me, like I, I bend towards that. I that's what I that striving is kind of like where I'm at right now. Um, my encouragement to you would just be to 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 s- start focusing on the being side of following. Jesus. And what I mean by that is remind yourself who you are. Who has God made you to be? You know, you're you're a child of promise. You are a, a son and daughter of of the most high king, your brother of Christ. You have you have an inter, an eternal inheritance, right? Um you are Standing in the righteousness of Christ, you're immersed in in the life of Christ. You you're dead to sin and alive to to, to God through Christ. I mean, the the Bible is chock full of of being kind of mm-hmm. things, you know. And I love just this this spiritual practice that we see um, in the Old Testament uh, of just being still and knowing that He is God, right? Because in that posture of just like, you know, you're, you're not doing anything. You're not, you're not spinning your wheels. You're just, you're standing in awe of God or you're kneeling before him, hands raised, eyes closed, whatever, whatever kind of physical posture. But, but just that, that heart posture of just saying, I'm going to, I'm going to stop striving and I'm just going to, I'm going to remember who I am. And I think like we've been talking about, you know, just a couple minutes ago, the doing then is a natural outflow of that. So it's just, it, to me, I think sometimes we just get the order wrong, yeah. you know, and, and we make, and in so doing we, we put, uh, we make the doing the center and the core of our experience and relationship with God rather than, than making the belonging and the being, you know, we're born again. Like you have the right to be called children of God. That is your standing. That's who you are, um, and and then the doing flows out of that. And just a little shameless plug: we've been we started a couple weeks ago this this prayer room, and basically it's just really simple. I think in keeping with the theme of this podcast, like to demystify it. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just an opportunity, a space for people to come and seek God through prayer, to to worship His name, and just to just to be in his presence together. And it's just been so, so beautiful and powerful. And, and man, there's so much doing going on in the world. Can you manipulate your schedule at all in the next few weeks so that you can come on a Tuesday afternoon, 12 o'clock and just be in the presence of God and just be a child of God, just be a worshiper of God you know, be dependent upon God. You see all these being things, you know, I, f- I feel like we need more opportunities to just like, I love what you say a lot, um, Nate, like your prayer for our church is that we will be hearts at rest, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I, I think that is, that is the Christian life. Like Jesus says, take my burden, <laughs> you know, give me your heavy burden, and then take take on my yoke because it's 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 easy it's, easy. it's light, you know um, and it doesn't mean that we just live this kind of like this life that that is kind of self serving and and self satisfying and just go wherever we want the obedience comes after that yeah. once we take his yoke after we 've given him our yoke, then we're we're, we're able to to do and, and we'll see the fruit, right? Do you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, am I making yeah. sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of, it's back to glory again, because, you know, you're saying, hey, recognize who you are. But part of that is recognizing who has given you that status. Yeah. And, yeah. and what, what does that mean? Like, for example, if I said, I am I'm beloved of Moloch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that says, that oh, stay, says a lot different. Stay away from the fire, yeah, for yeah, yeah. y'all. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, that, that, that dish might be a child, you know, mm-hmm. you know. St- yeah. uh, it really depends on who who are you the child of. Yeah, yeah. And and what's his character like? What's what's he what's he done? How how has he operated? And 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 so when we're beholding, here we are mm-hmm. in the Behold podcast, or you know on Tuesday you come. What does it mean to be in the presence of God? It, again, let's unmystify that the presence of God is I am reflecting on the person who I am interacting with. Yeah. So. You know, like if I'm in the presence of my wife or my presence mm. of a friend, um, there's not some general presence. Mm. I'm in the presence of that person. Yeah. So, and and you know, obviously they're physical, so I'm I'm using my my eyes, ears, things like that. What, how do we how do we do, replicate that? Well, the the connection between beholding, which is a visual word in the Bible. And mind. In fact, we're going to see this this week in the next section mm. the connection between minds and seeing. Mm. That's we're used, seeing is a metaphor for how we how we perceive with our our thoughts. Yeah, that's good. And so you set your mind. You know what uh, what did David say? He says, "I I love your law, and I meditate on it day and night. Mm. I'm I'm constantly muttering it to myself. Mm. I'm constantly what kind of person sets up the law this way? Because yeah. he saw the beauty of these. Commands like, "Oh yeah!" In, can imagine a world where everybody keeps their promises all the time. Wow! Imagine a world where no one's ever unfaithful to a spouse. That means that children grow up with parents who are loving and faithful to each other, mm. committed committed to the life together. What would that world be like? You know, we sadly we don't live in that. America's not that world. Mm. But um, but the mind of the one who says, "This is how it is in my kingdom. This is how we live." that's a guy worth knowing. Yeah. And he has, he has entered into history through his son so that we can have a personal connection with him. And then he gives us his presence and his spirit so that, you know, whether we're on a Sunday morning or on a Tuesday, we can encounter him because he, he doesn't change. Yeah. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus is. And however he is, that's what his father's like too. Yeah. That's
0: really good. And, and as we, to take it a step further, as we behold, in our mind's eye, the glory of God. Then we, we're. It's going to produce um, some emotive things as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to produce joy. Yeah. We're going to experience peace. We're going to want to be gentle to, to other people. We're going to, we're going to actually have the strength to be self-controlled, right? Like yeah. there's, there, there's going to also be an, an evidence. And, and so it's, it's like all of those things are connected, you know, and um, I, I God, it's so great that God doesn't just say, Hey, you have to, you have to just perceive these things and just know them. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> honestly, that would probably be enough you know, like, like that, that for, for most of us, we'd be like, yeah, this, this logically rationally makes a lot of sense. And actually you hear, you know, some, some people who, whether they're theologians um, or atheists that have kind of looked into philosophy Psychology, and, yeah. And, and they're like, ah, man, this, this whole Christian thing is like hard for me to, to, it, it makes a whole lot of sense. You know what I mean? Like it's very logical and rational. And so I think, that would be enough, you know, but, but God doesn't stop there. He says, I'm, I'm going to put my spirit inside of you so that, so that you're going to be able to, to feel and experience some of these things. And, and, and they, they all work together in concert. It's not, it's not just our feelings or just our thoughts or just our perceiving. It's, it's, it's a process that, that kind of plays off of each other. And because sometimes, yeah, we're not, sometimes our mind is not super sharp and we're not able to to, to think and focus. And so then the spirit of God within us says, okay, well, let me just preach at you. Let me preach at you. This is real. This is real. Sometimes our feelings are going to lead us astray because we're, we're in a funk or we're frustrated or something and we need the truth to just pull us back into. And so you get you what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and, and yeah. I, I, maybe to, to enhance what you're saying. The fruit of the spirit is highly emotional. Yeah. It's that, it, totally. that, that's, that is how you, that's the evidence of what's going on inside is that you're producing this quality of life that's mm. characterized by these positive emotions, yeah. love, joy, peace. Even I would say like self-control, uh, there, there's an emotional quality of that because When you're at heart at rest, you're, you're You're living from a place of strength. You're making wise decisions. There's confidence in that. And so, you know, what kind of God cares about that and produces emotions? Mm -hmm. Well, an emotional God. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And so uh, we're, you know, it's, we don't really, it's strange when we use the word mind, Mm. You know, there's different words in in the New and Old Testament for mind and stuff, but this this word heart gets used a lot. Mm. And we, because we're Valentine's nuts here, we we always assume heart means emotions, yeah, right? Just like we think mind means cold th- thought cold yeah, thought reasoning, yeah, yeah. and so we kind of kind of separate things out. Mm. And but that idea of heart is actually more like all of you. It's your it's your emotional thinking, yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, you know desires all that all that kind of kind of functioning together as a, as your a united will, whole. Yeah. 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 It's because like you, God, it's God the, has all those. It's kind it's, of the uh-huh.
0: inner parts that, that make you, you. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: so, and so when we, when we are, are are reflecting on what God's doing in our hearts, you know, I'm asking Jesus into my heart. I'm not asking it into my romantic life necessarily. Right, right. I'm, I'm asking him to into the core of my being that he would affect how I perceive the world. And then that would, what you see produces your emotional state, yeah. right? When I see someone walking with a smile that I'm like, Instantly, I feel good because yeah. I'm seeing something and I, my response is, I'm glad that person's happy to see me. Yeah. If they're walking over me and they're like, they've got something like, you know, a, a bill or like frown in their face, yeah. I see it and I'm like, I get stressed, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So what we see um, it affects how we're um, emoting. And it tells us, hey, you're not, ha- you're, you're not okay with the situation mm-hmm. or you are okay with it. Yeah. And so how are we supposed to be with the Lord? It's this, when we behold his... Glory, what he's like
0: hmm.
1: when we sp- are spending time with him. When we recognize all the promises and what he's done, that produces in us a heart at rest, which is a heart that's lo- lo- uh, his own life in us. Yeah, because he's always at rest. God's never, God's never in a rush. He's never stressed out. Uh, stressed out. out. Yeah. yeah, he's not the stressed out God. Yeah, that's some other God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? when he, when he dec- declared his glory, he's like, I'm not, I'm not peevish. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so, and when we're not, if you're not feeling that. And I think, Dan, you brought this up earlier. If you say, I'm, I'm a person who's, who's kind of doing because um, uh, that's what I think I'm doing to please God, yeah. I guarantee that what you're feeling most often are fear, anxiety, and guilt, and shame. Mm. And that should be a dead giveaway because yeah. the, the Holy Spirit never uses that to train us.
0: Yeah, he wants you to be free. Where <laughs> the Spirit of God is, there's freedom. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. So, so that, that should be a dead giveaway. And that shouldn't discourage you. That should push you, push you to a conversation with your dad. Mm. Your heavenly father saying, father, I, you know, your son came to give me life. And I, and I wanted to add to that. I, yeah. I, I've, I haven't believed you that you love me so much that while I was still a sinner, you sent your son to die for me. Yeah. And forgive me for that. Cause I know that's not what you're like. That's mm. you, you've told me that so clearly. So would you set my heart at rest? And, and that way, when I'm, when I'm serving you, it's because I want to participate yeah. in your life, yeah. in your glory. That's good. And that way, that's how I'm glorifying you. I'm participating in what you're like. Yeah. Go, it goes beyond just telling people what he's like. Now I'm
0: actually showing them what you're like. That's so good. Yeah, man, I love talking with you, Nate. I feel like we could, we could just go on and on. And, and I really do think that we have brought some greater clarity to things that maybe have seemed more mystical to, to other to, to to some people and i also just want to say you know just as we as we wrap up if there if you need help with this in some way right do 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 what Nate did for sure just talk to your father about it and And also, um I would encourage you talk to your small group, uh pull your roommates aside t- tell your spouse or your siblings or uh you know a trusted friend from from high school group or whoever i mean th- these are these are things that these are traps that that kind of doing, doing workspace kind of thing it, It's a trap that Christians have been falling into for for years and years and years I mean uh you see the Pharisees you know struggling with it too. Like so I, I think it's something that we can support each other in and help each other become these hearts at rest. So if there's anything we can do as um as pastors, we'd love to chat with you as well. Um, you can always um write us uh at behold at VBC.online um or just check out our page on on the website vbc.online slash behold And we'd love to, to, to chat with you and, and, and support you because yeah, God has so much more for us. You know, he, he, he's inviting us into a life that is, is beautiful and free and just full of, of joy and full of this amazing opportunity to reflect his glory to, to the world, um, both inside the church and outside the church. So we're here for you guys. Thank you for, for sticking with us. Uh, this was supposed to be a little bit of a shorter podcast, but we, I think we had a great time. Yeah, uh, fantastic. And uh, we, we love you guys, and we'll see you um, at both our campuses on Sunday mm-hmm. and uh, all throughout the week. Any last words? Find any last words? I like think you're like you're being executed <laughs>
1: <laughs> with my last meal
0: as well. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I just um just encourage you this week just to continue th- maybe looking through this idea of glory and and chew on that um and, and um have a, just have a conversation with God about His glory and hmm. let Him show you through the things you've studied through maybe go for a walk, Mm. you know, and, and and it's, it goes beyond just this head knowledge to an experiential relational knowledge uh, that you deeply know. It stops being theoretical and becomes um, your everyday life.
0: That's awesome. Nate, thanks for, for hanging out with me, Sean. We love you. Uh, Hope you're, hope you're feeling better. And um, we'll catch you guys all later next week on the pod. Bye. Thank you for listening.
1: Be sure to subscribe for future episodes of Behold. If you'd like more information about Valley Bible Church, or if you'd like resources from this episode, go ahead and check out vbc.online forward behold.
0: Catch you guys next week.